Welcome to the Your Own Food Coach podcast. My name is Pamela Kelly. Please come on in and find a comfortable place to listen. We've created this podcast for us to be safe and authentic as we have a conversation about nutrition and our health. Just so you know, I'm a licensed nutritionist and registered dietitian. My background is intuitive and mindful eating concepts grounded in science and current research. Together, let's explore the unique, interesting, and sometimes painful relationships and emotions clients have expressed to me in my office in over 20 years of private practice. Our goal here is to explore these experiences while offering some guidance and perspective we could all benefit from because what many of my brave clients have shared may be similar to what you or a loved one has experienced in the world of food, nutrition, and body image. You've come to the right place. I was encouraged to start this podcast about four years ago, but honestly, I wasn't ready. I had the message and the experience, but I didn't have the time or the energy to invest in the quality of material that I want to share with you. My message and conversations I want to share are based on the conversations that occur in my office every day. Sometimes I actually look and point to the door that opens into my office space and tell my clients that there are others who share their feelings about food and body, and some have entered this space too. And some of them might be you that are listening. My hope is while you're walking your dog or driving your car or whatever you're doing, that our conversations might bring up questions for you too. But first, an introduction and background on me. I was born and raised until age 15 in a small town in northern Iowa with lots of farmland and abundance of corn and tomatoes the blackest black soil you can imagine, and the greenest of green grass and rhubarb. (laughs) Some of you might not even know what rhubarb is, but it's delicious. And we would eat it right out of the plant in the yard without washing it too. I was raised with an understanding and a gentle nudge from both my parents to eat what was served and to be grateful for it. That did not include peas, by the way, which I would hide under my plate. I grew up knowing that there were wonderful, fun snack foods and fun foods. We called them treats. My sisters and I valued those amazing memories of ice cream cones and maybe even a chocolate eclair after church on a random Sunday morning. But we never knew what would be a treat day, so it was always an unexpected pleasure and it helped form the sweet food memories of childhood and planted the seeds of understanding moderation that stay with me today. As I grew, I noticed the important impact food had on me personally, what felt good in my body and, and what gave me the best energy to play outside, ride my bike, or keep me warm while we tobogganed in the cold winter months. Now I understand that the innate intuitive nature was already at work, helping me notice food and energy and how it worked in my body. 
and that I could trust it and take part in my own self-care. Now look, it wasn't always easy, and I've had my own difficulties with food and body image, and trust me, we will explore these ideas and issues in another episode with a few of my clients joining in. Eventually, I ended up in Nashville uh, as a teenager, and I loved the new health food stores that began popping up in the area. That was the real beginning of an interest that I had, not only in organic and healthy foods, but food as medicine, and it got my attention. In my first apartment, I had a large poster with all the vitamins and minerals listed. It showed which foods provided these nutrients, what benefits they provided, what the best food source of that was there, and what happened if you didn't have enough of these vitamins and minerals in your diet. I literally would stand there with my cup of coffee or tea and stare at amazement of the majesty of foods and how they play in our bodies. My first career choice, however, was as a sales representative. It was a very competitive job where commission and top sales ruled the day. I was good at it, but what I really wanted to sell was nutrition because that's what I believe. Now, there's many ways to build a career in nutrition, and I find uh, somewhat unfortunate that today Instagram seems to be the number one source of nutrition information in our culture. I love science, and I really wanted to get behind what I wanted to share with the public. So I went back to school, and I got a bachelor's degree in food and nutrition with a minor in science. I loved every minute of it. Well, not microbiology or statistics, but but in general, I was in love with the whole process, just like I was when I was a kid. I was awarded a scholarship to Vanderbilt University Medical Center And I began my internship and took my four-year-old son with me. I spent a year there and it lit a passion and a fire that here I sit 25 years later and it has not gone out. There's many paths that one could take in a postgraduate degree in nutrition. Clearly, you could go on for a doctorate and some do that and they work in a career in food science and research and development. You could also go into clinical nutrition, which includes renal disease and diabetes and cardiovascular disease. There's pediatric nutrition and metabolic nutrition and so on. The point is that there's so many ways that nutrition plays an impact on our lives, and we need experts to help us with that. A special colleague advised me years ago, you cannot be all things to all people, And you can't even really be an an expert in any one given field. But to pick an area that sparked the greatest interest in me and go there. So I did. I have spent my career researching, getting additional certifications, licenses, and background, first as a diabetes educator, and then on to mindful eating awareness, constructive living, and finally, as a certified eating disorder dietitian, this podcast will address those areas that I've developed a keen interest and experience. I tell you, I hesitate to call myself an expert because we all know that we pursue knowledge and it's a never-ending journey. 
There is much discussion on other podcasts and talks about how our belief systems grow and how and why we believe what we believe, and I intend on discussing this too in future podcasts. A few of my favorite teachers who inspired me and whose work I plan to share will be evident through our sessions here together. One of my favorites is Dr. David K. Reynolds, who wrote several books on constructive living. Using theories based on Japanese psychology, much of what Dr. Reynolds explained can be used with us and our relationship with food. In a recent Constructive Living newsletter, Dr. Reynolds spoke to the question we all have on knowledge and understanding. He gave me permission to share this with you, and I'm going to quote it here. Quote, Our lack of knowledge is unbounded, even by our own modesty. I don't know how little I know, and what I do know is borrowed temporarily. What I thought I do know so often turns out to be wrong, and sometimes out of date, I keep updating myself. My experience is fluid, how little I knew back then and now. The gaps don't prevent me from acting, however. Knowing better, forgetting mostly, I trust the fluid, pretending it is rock hard. Do you see these petroglyphs flowing before your eyes? Unquote. What Dr. Reynolds was saying, and what I think we all understand, is that everything we see and hear must be taken with a grain of salt. Understanding current research is of interest to me, but so is the subjective nature of nutrition and our own personal experiences with it every day. We have few information episodes that I'm going to be sharing on diabetes, and we'll talk about hypoglycemia and low blood sugar and insulin. We'll have several episodes together that will talk about the continuum of eating disorders from the dysfunctional relationship with food and the life-threatening issues related to anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, and binge eating disorder, and the intensive complexities of these issues. We'll also have episodes with clients who have agreed to call in on topics, and I'll also draw a composite of some of my clients and share those stories that have come through my door in the office. With eating disorders, there seems to be such a theme that emerges There's cycles of transitions from the beginnings of disorder to the freedoms of recovery. And I will recommend along the way some of my favorite books on this subject, as well as some other podcasts as well. And with eating disorders come similarities and differences that only a true professional can understand. As a certified eating disorder dietitian, I have counseled so many who struggle One issue that emerges in my office is the subject of being fat. Did you know or can you relate with the idea that people spend a lifetime in deprivation or near starvation, that some people actually believe it's necessary to lose weight and the world will tell you that you must lose weight? Current culture suggests that A fat body is medically problematic and is a drain on society. Fat people are told that they must lose weight and that they should want to lose weight. 
As one who works very closely with many large-bodied people, I'm deeply saddened by the treatment that they receive. They yearn to be loved and seen and respected, just like everyone else. We see this as the last of the socially acceptable means of prejudice in this country. Please join us in future episodes as we're going to continue this very conversation about size and body image and culture today. My journey today is also shared by the most amazing, talented, and loving souls. I hope together that we can think about our food and our relationship together about our bodies. Thank you so much for joining us in the Your Own Food Coach podcast. We're in search of answers that it may be it's the questions we need to consider, or maybe that we're not asking the right questions. If this podcast has brought up questions for you, I encourage you to talk to family and friends or a therapist or talk to me. Virtual coaching sessions are available. I work with people all over the world. And please do subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. We welcome your comments and questions. Join us next time when we'll begin to explore the concepts of mindful and intuitive eating. Until then, bye-bye. The information presented on this podcast is for the enjoyment of all listeners. It is not intended as either medical or medical nutrition advice or counseling, nor is it specific to any particular individual. It is not intended to replace counseling, medical nutrition therapy, or treatment. Contact a healthcare professional if you are experiencing problems that seem health-related. Please contact 911 if you are having an emergency.